WVOW Local News now. Former Mann High School head football coach William Tootie Carter passed away last week. His friends and family remember a Mann sports legend. I'm Robert Fields. Carter led the Mann High football program for 30 seasons from 1969 to 1998. The Hillbillies advanced to the postseason play 12 times during Carter's tenure. Mann finished as the state runners-up in 1977, 1980, and in 1984. From 1977 to 1981, Carter's team combined to go 50-11 with six playoff victories. Carter also engineered playoff runs in 1986, 1989, 1991 through 1993, and in 1997. Carter stepped down as head coach following the 1998 season, and he was later named principal at Mann High School. He served in that role for five years. Carter later made a return to coaching as the head coach of the Mann Middle School program. The Mann Baseball Stadium is named in honor of Carter, and he is a member of the Mann High School Hall of Fame. Visitation is set for tonight between 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock at the Word of Life Church. Pastors Gary Wilson, Josh Van Hook, and Michael Pollard are set to officiate a celebration of life at the church tomorrow morning, beginning at 11 o'clock. Arrangements are being handled by Krantz McNeely Funeral Home at Mann. This is WVOW News. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center. Close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center, delivering the best, close to home. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, it's the return of Tickets Tuesday. We'll be giving away tickets to go see Hart and Cheap Trick here in Charleston. Dave Bryan will be here to talk about the Steelers and the comments about the team from Art Rooney II. And Anthony Lewis joins me at 5 to talk about the Mountaineers and more, plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, the Capitol Report, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. WVOW 1290 AM. Monday marked 15 years since a deadly fire in Logan County that claimed the lives of two adults and three children. On January the 29th, 2009, a fire consumed a two-story house at Monaville and killed Dwayne Ellis, Melinda Daly, and her three children. An initial investigation by the state fire marshal's office ruled the fire suspicious and possibly drug-related. Investigators have said the fire was not arson. The state fire marshal's office told Metro News late last week it had nothing new to report on the fire. Metro News reporting 11 years ago, a state police investigator said the investigation by fire marshals had showed the fire began by any other means than natural. According to investigators, interviews conducted initially turned up a lot of intelligence regarding illegal drug activity. State police said they originally had some persons of interest, but they don't have enough evidence to make any arrests. Anyone with information is urged to call the state arson hotline at 1-800-233-3473. That's 1-800-233-FIRE. A former pharmacist is being arraigned in a Raleigh County courtroom for the second time on charges related to the alleged murder of her husband. Natalie Cochran is accused of first-degree murder in the death of her husband, Michael Cochran, who became seriously ill and later died in hospice care. 
According to court records, Natalie Cochran pleaded guilty to charges related to a Ponzi scheme three years after her husband's death, but her attorneys say she's innocent of the murder charge. Prosecutors claim she allegedly killed her husband because he was suspicious of the Ponzi scheme. She is currently serving an 11-year federal sentence for the Ponzi charge. Her new trial is set for August 12th. Natalie Cochran was reindicted on the murder charge in October of 2023 by a special grand jury. She was originally indicted on a first-degree murder charge on November 19th of 2021 in Michael's February 2019 death. However, Raleigh County prosecuting attorney Ben Hatfield dropped the charge against Cochran on April 19th of 2023 in order to re-exhume Michael's body for advanced testing by forensic pathologist Dr. Paul Irby. The results of that testing stated Michael Cochran died because non-prescribed insulin was introduced into his body. In his findings, Dr. Irby also concluded Michael's death was a homicide, Hatfield announced in October of 2023. The FAFSA is undergoing changes that some believe will make the process easier for first-time students. Those changes, however, have resulted in a delayed rollout that lawmakers are calling unacceptable. The new version of the free application for federal student aid requires less information than its predecessor. Some college financial aid staff view the changes made as a net positive for incoming students and their parents. The changes took longer than expected to complete in time for registration deadlines, prompting several United States senators to draft a letter to the Government Accountability Office. They claim that the delays from the Department of Education could cause low-income students to give up on pursuing a college education altogether. FAFSA is typically made available by the first day of October every year. That date ended up being pushed all the way to the end of December. In response, West Virginia's Higher Education Policy Commission has already extended the filing periods for the Promise Scholarship and the West Virginia Higher Education Grant. The deadline for both aid packages is now May 1st. Information regarding the FAFSA can be found at college4wv.com. Specific requirements and updates for the new FAFSA can be found at studentaid.gov. A recent study reveals West Virginia to be the most unhealthy state in the nation. In early January, Forbes Advisor did an analysis of several factors related to population health across the union. Results from that study show that there is no shortage of health problems for the residents in the Mountain State. The study focused on adult populations and concluded West Virginia to rank highest in the nation in terms of smoking, obesity, high cholesterol, and diabetes-related mortality. Notably, according to Forbes.com, West Virginia also had the highest rate of deaths due to drug overdose, ranking 50% higher than the number two state, that being Delaware. WVU's health sciences chancellor and executive, Dr. Clay Marsh, attributed West Virginia's health problem to more than just a simple lack of discipline when it comes to diet and exercise. On Metro News' talk line, Marsh cited levels of stress and anxiety as a major factor playing into the Mountain State's current health situation. He said that the toll anxiety can take on the body is tremendous. The more you are in that sort of fight-or-flight threat response, the higher your blood pressure goes, the more stress on your heart, and the more you produce hormones that block pleasurable responses and also block trust responses. In response to the statewide health crisis, the WVU Health System has partnered with the Marshall Health Network and Valley Health to launch the insurance provider Peak Health. The insurance plan they provide aims to lower health care treatment costs but primarily focuses on investing more in the prevention of the ever-growing list of health problems West Virginians are facing. 
Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device with the WVOW mobile app. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Chris Nolan. We're seeing cloudy and dry start to our Tuesday here in the Coalfields of West Virginia. High temperatures expect the warmth to around 49 degrees for this afternoon. And once we get into the end of the afternoon hours, going to the evening hours, we will see some changes move through. Expect to see chances for a scattered shower starting this evening. And we'll see rain chances throughout the overnight hours and even some snow flurries for Wednesday morning. But with morning lows around 36 degrees, don't expect to see any of that snow stick. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. On the last talk line on Metro News, the new chairman of the West Virginia GOP, Matt Heritage, on the party's decision over the weekend to close the primary for the Republicans starting in 2026 to Republican voters only. Republican voters only, no independents. Consensus was finally reached on closing the primary, but not doing it until 2026, which I think is a responsible way to do that, given the timeline that we're facing right now in this election year. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06.